Welcome back to Three Sports Rankers. This is the sports podcast where we put sporting achievements into gold, silver and bronze position. I'm Callum and joining me this week, as usual, we have Sam and Rob. And uh, it's an interesting topic this week, I think, boys. Um, Non-sports. So sports which you wouldn't give that tag to. And uh, I think this was quite a difficult one for you two. I wouldn't have wanted to participate in this one, which is why I decided to judge it. Yeah, up until now, I've probably found this one of the more difficult because you want to stick within the parameters. You don't want to pick something stupid that some people consider a sport, which isn't. You want to go for, you know, absolutely defined as a sport, but just aren't. Yes, yes, we both want that. Um, I, re- I really struggle with this. I, I said at the back end of last episode, like my, my threshold for what sport is, is unbelievably low. Mostly because I'm currently part of something that you is play most of them. Sport. I play most of them, and I'm trying to make something that isn't a sport a sport. So I'm like, yeah, anything can be a sport. This is great. So I, I really struggled with um, viciously attacking things that I consider a sport. But we're gonna we're gonna give it a go anyway. We are indeed. Um, should probably give you a little rundown of the table before we start. Um, after last week's. Before we do that, Callum, I just want to, are you okay? Have you recovered? Have you cooled down? Barely. Okay. Let's just, can we just not mention it? Because I contextualise that, the scores. <laughs> can we just not mention it? Because I'm still kind of at simmering point. Okay. Like, anything could push me over the edge. Okay. Um, so after last week, when I was cruelly denied three points, at least three points. Uh, <laughs> more than three points. You were just cruelly denied points. Well, yeah. Uh, after Sam's whitewash of me last week, uh, I'm sitting at the bottom of the table with seven points. Uh, Sam is in second, just one point behind Rob, 13 points and 14 points respectively. And of course, Rob gets to make his comeback this week because he was on jury duty last week doing the decision-making. Uh, so we'll get right into this one, sports which aren't sports. And I'm looking forward to this because, uh, yeah, as Sam said, he thinks everything is a sport. So for that reason, we're going to delay your argument making and let you seethe for a few moments more. Rob, what's your bronze? Quidditch. Oh. oh. Because, and I do stick to what I define as a sport, in America... It's technically a sport. Can you believe that? Absolutely. Me and Callum have both played it. It is hard physical work. It is tough, I've got to be honest. Yeah. So if you define it by the technical terms, physically, obviously, there's a commitment there. It requires skill. You know, there's continuous running, tackling of sorts, I guess. Um, Hand-eye coordination. So you really just sold it as a great sport. Well, I'm coming around to this. But what I'm trying to say is I can see in a weird way why it's defined as a sport. But... It is not because it is fictional. It is not real. Not only that, it is only a replica of a concept imagined in the head of J.K. Rowling. They're not actually playing the sport which she came up with. They're just doing a reenactment and not even an accurate one because magic doesn't exist and flying brooms don't exist. So it is simply a reenactment of a magical activity from a children's book. Could I ask, just now, would you accept it as a sport if they rebranded it as Muggle Quidditch? No. Okay, just wanted to check. Because the word Muggle is, is fictional. also fictional. So, okay, okay, Human Quidditch. Put it this way, right? Sports, in some shape or form, have an element of 
hilarity about them. I mean, golf is hitting a small ball from between 100 and 500 yards into a small hole, picking out again. With, a, it, with a variety of sticks. And doing it 17 more times. You know, tennis is hitting a ball over a net until it goes into the net or out of some... Predetermined lines. Painted lines. So I'm not attacking it in that sense, but you know, they have a respectable history, a formation of sorts. This is just a creation from the lucrative imaginings of a children's author. And it's just, it, it's not even an accurate realisation of that. It's a cheap muggle knockoff of Quidditch. <laughs> oh, so now we can use the word muggle. It is not a sport. And I respect everyone's opinion to enjoy it. If they, if they get some kind of level of entertainment out of it, that's fine. Mm. I don't think I would be hugely entertained by it. But... Quidditch is not a sport. What would you then class Quidditch as? A fictional game. But it's not it because did, people play it. Didn't it didn't feel fictional when I was rugby tackled round the chest by one of the beaters. Okay, it's a fictional sport, but because it's fictional means it's not a sport. But could you, could you not argue that at one point all sports were fictional? Before they were created, they were an idea in someone's head. Football was at one point fictional before it was invented as a sport. But that's what I'm getting at. They're not riding around 30 foot in the air on flying broomsticks. They are running around with them between their legs. It's which not is, even which, doing it Which properly. is difficult. Yeah. Okay. And at times painful if you get it at the wrong angle. If, oh, yeah. if you somehow motorised the brooms and gave them some elevation and actually played it as it was meant to be played, somehow... <laughs> That's your issue with Quidditch, is that it's not being played in the, in the spirit that J.K. <laughs> Rowling intended. It's just not a sport, okay? I, I mean, I... I, I mean, I... We'll, fi we'll, we'll find out when I judge, but... Yeah. We've got some great photos of me and Callum playing it that we can put on the social media. All I remember was being hungover. We were very hungover that I, day. I yeah. played it once, I remember, in my kind of freshers, I'm going to try anything days. But in its early formation, you didn't even have brooms. Did you have brooms? Well, they're not brooms, sticks. they're just sticks. Yeah. Okay. Not we like off trees, but like... <laughs> Poles of yeah, some okay. description. We didn't even have that. We were literally just running around. And then oh. someone went, you're the snitch. And they chased them for a bit. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is... a glorified tag. That is exactly what happened. It would, it would struggle to be televised because there's so much going on at any one time. There's like three games within one. It's great. What a sport. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but we'll see if it's worthy of a point at the end of the episode. Sam, what have you gone for in your bronze? It's not a competition I ever thought we'd have, but it's Quidditch versus Equestrian. I just okay. so equestrian in general, like any sport involving horses. Um, I'm thinking more like dressage, show jumping, show jumping, and the Olympics, th the three-day eventing. Yes. Okay. It's just there's something about it. There's something about the use of animals. The animals are doing all the work. I think, personally, I don't. I, I really don't know. I haven't really formulated a good argument in my head which does not bode well for this particular style of podcast. <laughs> but funny, as we had a week to prepare. <laughs> that is very true. It's just, there's something about it. It comes on in the Olympics. It's something that no one cares about other than the Olympics. It comes on every four years. And then suddenly everyone gets really, oh, look, that, that horse is doing some wonderful tap dancing. What? I just, I don't get it. I think it's also a sport that is very uh, inaccessible for so many people. Like, it's a very elitist sport in the sense that you have to ride a horse or have access to a horse in able to even try it, which is not easy for a lot of people. And it's just, 
Quidditch, on the other hand. I was going to say, arguably slightly <laughs> more accessible. <laughs> I, I mean, I would argue that Quidditch is more accessible because all you need to do is turn up with some trainers. Yeah, and to be honest, you don't even need trainers. Like, Hume, human Quidditch. Yeah. Human Quidditch, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, We're in, going down a Quidditch rabbit hole. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's get away from the Quidditch. Continue, Sam, on your tirade against equestrian sports. I just... it's. I've pretty much done. Okay, well, it it seems like a good time to me to jump in and say it's my silver. But Ah, dressage specifically, um, I think there is a degree of um, skill to to maybe, well, I would say to the show jumping element to things. You know, I think the the eventing has a little bit more to it. But dressage specifically, or or to refer to it as its correct name, dancing horses. Horse Um, dancing. Horse dancing. So you touched on it there, Sam. The IOC actually defines as the essence of partnership as riders compete with highly trained horses together, becoming one. They are literally detachable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Becoming one. Synchro diving, doubles, tennis, they are paired sports. I find it difficult to get on board with it, again, for for reasons which you outlined. I think... I would probably more accurately describe it as the breaking of, of a horse's natural instincts. An animal's natural instinct is not to prance around to some music. Does it happen to yeah, music? Yeah, music, yeah. yeah. Generally sure generally feel. classical. I'm not sure they've uh, quite contemporary. And you've got, got, got into contemporary stuff. Like Martin Garrix, yeah. No, not yet. Drum and bass, God. Um, you've got to think about it. That said, would love to see it. That, that I, could, I could be swung on dressage if it started to uh, modernise a little bit. Put it this way. Crafts isn't a sport. This is what this is the point I was just thinking. Sea World yeah. isn't a sport. Sea World is <laughs> animal cruelty. The same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crafts was the one I was thinking of. Why? Why is dressage a sport, but crafts isn't? That that was so, one that just coming. And to I, my head I, I tried to answer it as like that question came into my mind, and I suppose it's because of man's historical relationship with horses, and that's all I could come yeah. up with in regards to you know a relationship that man and beast has had throughout history. You know, and also I think it's worth mentioning that the techniques, not so much now, and I don't want to be, you know, branding anyone with a certain kind of brush, but historically there were some quite questionable techniques yeah. when it it's, comes it, to dressage. It's very much modernised nowadays. You know, whether it be prods, whips, or so, any form of kind of s- submission. Again, you're, you're, you're forcing that animal to do something it wasn't naturally predisposed, predisposed to, do. to do. And, and you know, I'm sure that... I'm not, I'm not going to go as far to say the relationship between the horse and the rider isn't positive, because I'm sure it is. Oh, but yeah, you know, of it was the, It's the nature in which you're breaking that disposition I, I have a bit of a problem with. And finally, I think Sam made a good point, it's that elitist element of it. Not very accessible. It's a showpiece event that I would argue probably belongs more in a circus than it does in an Olympics. Yeah. And as I say, if it wasn't for the kind of humanities historical relationship with a horse over say you know, like a dog or a cat this would not be a thing let alone a sport so dressage for me you could argue as well that it's the least you you said it's sort of horses are predisposed to run and jump and you know not trot essentially yeah. they, they don't spend the no they don't they don't spend their lives dancing essentially and i think that comes into it with Sam's Sam's uh, bronze answer of three day eventing. You know the the show jumping and the sort of cross country. That's a lot more what a horse is. Yeah, and I'm not naturally. Yeah. I'm not there against to do. all that. I just think I, I certainly zeroed in on dressage. I just thought it was like, actually 
it, why? You know, why is why is this a sport? I do like the idea that like behind closed doors when humans aren't looking, like horses are like doing the waltz across fields. Just having a lovely time. Like, they don't think we dance in our spare time, but we practice. But I, I also agree with both of you in in putting horse sports in. I I would say that the vast majority of the skill involved in horse equestrian events is down to the horse and not the not the rider. And the fact that the rider is the one who gets the medals, I think, is ridiculous. I think, you know, I, th- I think the grand, the grand national winner, the, the jockey can get a bit of money for doing his job, but, but the horse, but the the horse, the horse should get the, the recognition. The horse should go on a, you know, a manicure day or something. Yeah. Go on a spa day. Get a, well done, horse. Get a few months off, it'd be nice. But, you know, the fact that the horse gets very little recognition, I think, is, is also sort of key to that fact. But we're going to, I think we're going to stop sort of battering equestrian <laughs> events now and move on to Sam's uh, Sam Silver, unless he's also got dressage. No, because that was my bronze. Well, equestrian sports. Equestrian, yeah. Dressage was my, was my bronze, equestrian. equestrian. Um, my silver, I really kind of came back and forth on this one about whether enough people now consider it a sport, it's one of the most contentious, but I've got eSports. Um, one, because it has the audacity to put sport in its name. Um, and the main reason that I and decided to include it was because people are talking about it for like Olympic consideration in the future. Yeah, that's true. What? It is, it is people playing video games. And I understand that, you know, it's modern and it draws enormous audiences and that's great. But the fact that people are talking about, oh, it'll be an Olympic sport in the future. Just I, what, a, what a disrespect that would be to genuine athletes who are, in the gym, you know, working hard and fine-tuning their sport that requires physical prowess, physical movement for, for people who, yes, they're practising, but they, you know, they're, they're sitting in a room just playing video games all day. I, I think it's a With very... increasingly it's a very, square eyes. It's a very hard one. I think esports is a very hard one for us as sports fans to wrap our head around. It's a generational thing for sure. Attitude, opinion may well be different in people kind of ten years our junior, but we're not. So. I think I think there's there's an argument that the physical inactivity of the sport is counterbalanced by the mental agility of playing it. You've got th- you've got things going on all over all all in your vision, and you have to react to all of them at the exact same time and make the right decision. And I think that that's the the sort of like I said, the mental agility required to play sports to a high level is sort of probably higher than a lot of physical activity that oh, you need. 100%. Um, and I think now a lot of certainly the top level esports athletes, in inverted commas, um, they, I mean, it's obviously their full time job, but they they spend hours and hours every day just like a sportsman would honing their craft and playing the game until they know it inside out and they know every little every little nook and cranny and they know how to react to other people's moves and things like that so i think for in that respect it is very much a sporting activity but it's like you say it's uh consideration for olympics and things like that make it um Grinds the gears. It does grind the gears, yeah. If there hadn't been any talk of it, I probably wouldn't even have included it in this list. Mm. But it's it's the fact that it's being considered for Olympic recognition or, you know, it's being spoken about as possibly in the future that I just, 
I, something about that just doesn't sit right with yeah, me. Yeah, because interestingly, actually, as I was looking into it, I'm not sure, you know, and, and my picks were very were down the line if they were sports first for anything else. I'm not sure it actually is technically a sport yet, but the fact that it's being considered for an Olympics, I think, just supersedes that and instantly. Yeah, I agree. You know, if it's being considered for Olympics, it's a sport because that's the greatest sporting event in the world. So I completely see where you're coming from with that. And in a similar nature to before, it's why it's my gold. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great one. Someone's going to be really disappointed. I've got nothing. I've got nothing against gaming actually, and I've got a lot of time for what kind of actually quite eloquently kind of set out there in terms of what um, is demanded of a player. I've had a games console since I was 12. I was levelling up my Charmander on the school bus like the next kid. But it's an activity where the only interaction you have is between you and a screen. And even the, the two I've mentioned before there in terms of my you know non-sports, Quidditch and dressage, there's an element there you could argue of a loose imaginable definition of a sport chess has more physical exertion and has probably more in terms of what a sport is than, than esports and it also one thing that we've not mentioned it's not even sports games a lot of the time it's like shoot ups like fortnite and counter-strike and, and sometimes kind of mythical things i don't even really know what it is but league of legends is a really massive you, thing you really sound like you know in, in esports like i think that's the biggest sport that's the biggest one they compete in and I appreciate the money in it, you know, I think we will all be aware sports clubs, football clubs in, in particular are, are kind of getting a piece of that cash cow, they're recruiting gamers and they actually fill stadiums, you know, to, to watch this stuff. So it has that element to it, but compared to what's going on inside a PlayStation or an Xbox or whatever, the most insignificant Saturday afternoon kick around between even two people in a park who can hardly have the hand-eye coordination to put foot to ball is more of a sport than any computer game knockoff. And it probably also contains more kind of immeasurable human drama as well than pressing X instead of Y. <laughs> I'm all for competitive gaming. Like I've watched a little bit online. It can be quite interesting, but just don't put it near the Olympics. If you want to have your own eSports Olympics, do that. But don't, I think, integrate it into part of actual sports. Okay, well, seeing as, seeing as Rob's jumped in on, uh, on both of your answers so far, Sam, uh, do you want to give your gold answer? Because if you put Quidditch, I'm in a real pickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention No, I haven't. Um, this one is very, is very personal to me in terms of it's I, football I, isn't it it's not football. <laughs> i didn't realize that this was a sport and i definitely didn't realize that it irked me so much until a few months ago when breakdancing was put into the olympics before squash topical and I, I, again this has come from a very personal point of view because i love squash i'm a, I'm a huge i'm a big squash player i'm a big squash fan playing squash i know how physically demanding how competitive it is, the history that it has as a sport as well. Now, breakdancing, it's obviously physically demanding. It's very impressive what people can do. I kind of understand where the Olympics are coming from, trying to modernise. The Winter Olympics have done stuff like this and it's, it's kind of worked. But I, I just come from it with the angle that get all the proper sports into the Olympics first before you start messing around. So is the pick... The, at the expense of others, is that what's really 
gotten. It's 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 the fact that it's. I mean, I did you know break dancing was considered a sport until it was introduced into the Olympics? Well, technically, they have to make it before it goes in. So the minute I saw that they were considering it, you know, I assumed that 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 had already been done in the first place. But I get your grind against there. You know, and I agree. You know, a lot of people think that snooker and and you know table sports should also be in in regards to its wider appeal as, as a sport and a long-standing sport and a historical sport. But yeah, it's very difficult, I think, to see it go in ahead of something like squash. That, that's the issue I have. I don't have an issue with it going in. I have an issue with it going in ahead of other sports that are more deserving, have a richer history. That, that's, I think, is my main issue with it. But the topic isn't which sports do you hate because they've ousted squash. Yeah, but it's not, it's not which sport have you got a vendetta against. It's but, which sport is lot, not a sport. A lot of this, I mean, our Convince e-sports, us this our is e-sports, not a sport. Our e-sports angle as well was very much we didn't believe it deserved Olympic recognition. Well, I, I don't think we... it deserves recognition as a sport in entirety. One thing I'd say about breakdancing, and um, it, it doesn't really bother me that, that it's going into the Olympics, and I'll tell you why, because a lot of pe- the stick that people hit breakdancing with is that it's purely subjective, it's dancing. So is the floor routine in gymnastics. So is ice dancing. They are long established sports with good pedigrees and good histories, both in the Olympics and without world championships and beyond. It's so similar, I don't see the problem with it. I think it's a generational thing. I think people think break dancing, especially maybe with, God, and it just sounds awful, doesn't it? But kind of like when it's kind of urban roots you know why that maybe has an issue and i know that's not what you're getting uh, is is this uh is this episode just making us sound really old we're basically like i don't like break dancing i don't like esports they're the kids but dressage is quite uh, traditional that's true that's true um i understand why it's a real gripe of yours in particular but in terms of it being a non-sport i think it's perfectly valid as a sport well it's up to me to decide whether it's a sport or not today isn't it so um how did, did, did just that curiosity? <coughs> did this sort of play out as you thought it would? Not was... really, because I was expecting you to come with. I mean, were there a few things that you were expecting to come out that aren't like? I've written down a few criteria for things that I would expect to be in here, and you know, I've I've put if it's an Olympic sport, it will probably get more consideration because if you're if you're knocking an Olympic sport and you're trying to convince me that it's not a sport. Then you're you're aiming you're shooting for the stars, and I'm going to try and going to try and bring it. You know, but you know, no, he's got a point. Like yeah. what what I'm saying is, the higher you aim, the more likely I am to be convinced that it's not a sport because you're you're trying to bring down a big sport. So if, for example, I've I've written here subjective versus objective, because Rob Rob made a good point. Break dancing is of the ilk of. Um, ice skating and the floor routine in gymnastics. I don't consider those to be particularly sports. All of gym, all of gymnastics. Yeah. Scoring, isn't it? If, Scor- you, you, scoring. That's how it's going to be quantified. If I, I consider def- a definitive sport to be something that has an absolute winner, loser, or tie, because you know football, you win one nil, you draw one all, you lose seven nil. Like there is no doubt that you've won or lost. Dancing, I think, is one of those interesting ones and gymnastics and things like that, where what looks good to you, Rob, might mm. not look good to me. Your, fir- your first place might be my fifth place. But also, one thing that's just come into my mind, actually, and I hadn't thought of this, but the scoring or the judging of a dancing competition is decision-making, which is essentially what officials are there to do in other sports. 
that's like, that's to, true to make decisions. but, I, I but get, official, I, I know, officials don't binary the ball goes into the goal i, I appreciate yeah, that there's there there's there, it's a lot more cut and dry there are decisions, objective sports there are decisions and judgments across a number of sports is what i would oh, say i completely agree with you but in in other sports there's you know referees linesmen touch judges yeah, and whatever also, if you're and, running 100 meters and someone is faster than another person that's just but you don't, you, you don't, can't. you don't get to decide the outcome yes. of the game. And is I what get I'm what saying. You're so, so that was one of the one of the big criteria for me was that is if it's a subjective sport, it's far more likely to be considered not a sport. And for that reason, uh, I'm giving Sam three points for breakdancing in gold. Uh, it's really yeah, Ooh. because I think I th- I think Rob, your downfall was. Quidditch in bronze because I well then give me silver and gold <laughs> <laughs> no um, because I think breakdancing like I said at the start Sam has aimed for an Olympic sport and I know he's got a personal vendetta against it because so of personal. because of the squash thing um, but you know it is entirely subjective and it's decided by a panel of experts and i i don't think I, I i think a sport should be very cut and dry you know tennis a ball is in or a ball is out squash a ball is in or a ball is out like the ball drops in snooker the dart hits the boards you know there are very very cut and dry and this is something i feel very strongly about so it's very like it's, it's fine I just, totally I, it's personal kind of to me the realization that i should just pick three dancing sports as my and well i mean is that kind of where you're coming from is do you have a going into this were you thinking dancing sports in particular no well i i've written down four criteria there's olympic sports will be you know they'll be considered above many others um individual and team sports you know if you can convince me that a a team sport is better than individual sport or an individual sport is better than a team sport either way you know i'm i'm open to i'm I'm open to being persuaded by you two essentially uh the third criteria i put was horse dancing (laughs) Because it's just it not a sport, um, and then the sub- the subjectivity of a sport. Um, because I, you know, I like sports that are cut and dry. Mm. I like sports where there is a definitive outcome, a winner and a loser. Can't think of a sport that I actually enjoy where it's subjective, um, sort of judging. I'm not sure if either of you can off the top of my head. You know no, I think well, know, but... if anything, it just raises that question: is that it's clearly something that we, the three of us have an issue with some stronger than others um, <laughs> but uh you know maybe other people don't so you have actually picked breakdancing as the greatest non-sport i think it is yes the greatest non-sport and that leaves me with an issue for silver because i don't think that dressage is a sport but i also don't think that esports or quidditch are a sport so i've either got to eliminate esports altogether and leave dressage and quidditch or i eliminate quidditch and have that as a sport and it's the sergio alan shearer debate and it's a very different version of it yeah (laughs) and and give rob dressage and quidditch and i think it's which one yeah i I see what you mean it's which one you feel more comfortable promoting ahead of the other yeah and i think i'm going to give it I'm going to give silver to dressage and bronze to Quidditch. Yes. Oh, I've come back from the I've come back from I, the brink there. I, there was a small part of me there that was like, am I about to do a back-to-back clean sweep? Because 
we're just going to ignore dressage because we've agreed that yeah. it's not a sport. And <laughs> quite, and quite frankly, if either of you had put it in first, you would both have got points. Okay. So, um, but esports, I feel, has more value to the world than Quidditch does because Rob quite rightly said it's entirely fictional. It's uh, good fun, though. Is, I mean, I can't deny that. And maybe maybe I've got a vendetta against Quidditch because I was, I was hung over and I got absolutely battered we, when we, we played it. very heavily. But... Yeah. Did you get hit by a quaffle? Christ. Well, <laughs> no, I just said that. <laughs> quaffle? You get hit by the bludgeon. Of course on, you Rob. would know that. Bludger. Bludger. Oh, no. Um, it's become a Quidditch job. It is a weird sport, though. I just want to have a quick story from we play. I was the seeker, so I was going after the snitch. The snitch is a tennis ball stuffed down a sock down the back of someone's uh, shoes. I remember. Which was amazing. But what the the snitch can do is take your stick, just throw it away, and you have to have your stick at all times. And I was chasing the guy who was the snitch, and he just took the stick, threw it into a tree. I was out of the game for like five minutes while I had to climb and get my Wait, stick. Are you back. saying you couldn't ride your broom up to get it up high up in the tree? No, Rob, because it's a fictional sport. I know it is. That's why it's not a sport. <laughs> Yes, that is why it's not a sport, and that's why you're getting one point for Quidditch in bronze, two points for dressage in silver, and Sam gets three points for breakdancing in gold, uh, which brings the overall scores to... That's not helped you at all, as far behind. <laughs> no, I'm as <laughs> far behind as I could possibly have been at the end of this episode, so I've really, really screwed myself. Uh, Rob has 17 points, Sam has 16, and uh, I'm also participating in this series. I have seven points, for those of you wondering, which is, I mean, I'm hating this more and more by the week, I've got to be honest. But... Are, we, are we considering this a sport, or is it too subjective scoring for you, Cal? Uh Yeah, it's far too subjective. There's still to be three episodes sport. left. I wouldn't even call it a hobby at this point, this is three. a chore to me now. <laughs> three episodes left, uh, you're going to be participating in... Two, two of them. them. Six points left to play for. Gets you two. If you maxed out... 19, which is two ahead of you. And so if you score nothing... I don't think I can win this series. Let's just put it that way. But we'll we'll come to that another time. We could have a Jean Van Develt uh, capitulation on our hands at the, yeah. in the final episode, but we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Anyway, uh, next week we have Sam. Oh, it's me. Judging. What is next week's topic? So this one, this was not my idea. This was uh, my girlfriend, Sarah, but I loved it. And I'm really intrigued to see which direction you guys go with it. Uh, it's most iconic sports outfit or uniform. <laughs> so this is like... So in other words, sport, not just football kits. Not just football kits. All sport of all time. Most iconic. I'm very, very intrigued to see what you brew. Nice. I like it. I could spend years on this. Oh, well, you've you've got a week, so you're going to have to deal with it in that time, I'm afraid. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm just going to have to think about it every waking minute of the week, aren't I? Wait, do you not think about this podcast every waking minute anyway? Well, I, no. That's why you've got seven points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good pick. I like that. Okay. I like that. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to take a lot of research because... As Sam well knows, I love. It's going to be the kind of thing that if, if Callum doesn't max out on points, he's going to just. This could be a two-person podcast by series two. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I certainly if I get whitewashed next week, I'm not coming back. So uh, stakes are high. Yeah, no, no pressure, Sam. 
Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do most iconic sports kits next week. I'm really looking forward to that one. As ever, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Three Sports Rankers on both. Uh, and if you've got any suggestions for us, please feel free to send them in. But until next time, we will see you later. Bye.